What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. Once again, this is your boy Christian, and today I find myself doing this recording in a very special place, uh, actually in the kitchen of my house. Um, funny enough, I started doing the recordings on my phone, so now I can do them wherever the heck I want, right? But yeah, man, uh, welcome, welcome to everybody listening, welcome to, uh, to all those Houston Dynamo fans and soccer fans around the city, around Houston, thank you for listening, thank you for joining us. Uh, once again, you can find us, or the show, at Cuatro Cuatro Dos on YouTube as well, uh, hopefully we'll get those videos going up sooner than later, I know it's maybe it will be a while till I get situated and stuff like that. But I think we'll, we'll hopefully we'll start doing videos soon, doing, you know, posting up the, the videos of the podcast and doing other types of video um, that I have in mind and, you know, stuff like that. Um, also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram and on Twitter if you like those things. Uh, I try to stay, stay active as much as I can. And then also, if you want to help us out uh, monetarily, with like $3 a month, uh, you can actually check us out on patreon.com slash And anything that you give uh, to the show and to myself, obviously, is a, of great help. So I want to thank so much everybody that's already uh, giving and supporting to me and to the, and to the show and to the cost and to everything that we're trying to do. Um, so I want to let you guys know on something. I'm, I'm trying, I'm starting to make plans to hopefully to make it out to the San Antonio FC uh, stadium, hopefully to the Austin Bald Stadium. Hopefully, you know, during this summer, uh, you know, when they when they're playing like RGV, when they're playing, you know, other teams, I really want to go check those stadiums out and do some videos there. So if everything goes well, hopefully this summer will be a busy summer for Cuatro Cuatro Dos, and hopefully a busy summer in the YouTube channel of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. So keeping our fingers crossed here that you know this summer will be a busy summer for us. So we can do videos and do a bunch of other content when it comes to soccer and stuff like that. But yeah, man, let's just go ahead and jump in and talk about some uh, Houston Dynamo stuff. I don't know how long this is going to be. I always say that it's not going to be long and then I do like 45 minutes. So, you know, hey, man, you know what? It is what it is. But uh, thank you. Well, I don't know why I'm thanking everybody again, but I just want to say thank you. Because the only reason I do the show is because I know people are listening. So, you know, if it wasn't for if it was literally for me. I know that I probably would have quit a long time ago, uh, but I, I appreciate everybody listening and everybody commenting and everybody following and all that, so I, I, I appreciate all the love and the support. But yeah, Houston Dynamo, let's talk about this Let's talk about this one kid coming in from uh, from Turkey, I believe, from, I don't know where this team is from, uh, obviously I know it's from Turkey, but I honestly, I don't have my notes with me, so I'm doing this on top of the dome type thing. Um, I have my little notebook, but I don't. I didn't write any notes down today. I tried. I today I'm going freestyle type thing. You know, I've been watching a lot of rap videos and stuff like that, so I'm going a lot of freestyle uh, battles and stuff like that. So I'm going. I'm going freestyle today. But uh, yeah, this kid, the teenage Hab- Habidi, I think it is his name. Um, that according to Foot Mob, so I actually just downloaded my Foot 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 Mob app which seems to be a really badass app that gives you informations and scores and all that stuff so you know free plug for foot mob if you guys want to sponsor me i'm welcome for that uh but yeah man uh foot mob actually has it on their transfer thing you know they have like a little tab for transfers they actually have this kid teenage funny as name too so shout out to teenage for for having a 
not a funny, I guess in probably in his culture is like a regular ass name. But for all, obviously a teenage is a person that is in their teenage years, right? A teenager. But yeah, teenage, uh, it seems like he's already made his move to Houston according to Foot Mob and according to Transfer Market and like a couple sources like that. There was a deal going on. I don't think there was a disclosed amount of how much he was brought on. But basically, everybody knows except people in Houston Dynamo FC. But as we know, we're going into a time of recess, a time of where a lot of people and a lot of uh, clubs or around the world and a lot of countries are actually putting a stop to their soccer. Or not a stop, but a pause. You know, a bunch of the tournament have finished. But obviously, the MLS always being the MLS... And I actually found out why we don't play or don't have a calendar like every other uh, country in the world. Because not a, not well, the short answer would be because we are the United States and we do whatever the fuck we want. You know, like we use the metric system. We don't use liters. We liters. We use gallons. Like we don't. We use inches instead of centimeters. 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 Same thing, right? And. Uh, You know, we just basically do everything backwards. Not backwards, but I guess our own way. We pave our own path in a way here in the United States. And we don't really give a damn about what everybody says or does, you know, because we are the United States. You know, as some people would say uh, back-to-back world champions, you know, world world champions or whatever. You know, t-shirt is. But, yeah. It's funnier, I guess, when people are around to listen, right? But since nobody's laughing around, so it's kind of weird saying kind of jokes like that. Uh, dad jokes, you know? Uh, but I forgot what I was saying. Oh, but yeah, um, we do the tournament the way that we do it because we don't really, we don't want to compete with the other major sports in the United States, to, according to the boy Rudy. Um, the boy Rudy, that's kind of weird, but I wanted to say to my boy Rudy. So according to Rudy, they, you know, we don't want to compete against, you know, which I, I, I guessed that was the reason, but I, I you know, I wasn't hundred percent sure. But yeah, obviously, with you know, being we have football and we have uh, basketball and baseball, and they're unfortunately probably bigger right now than soccer uh, as a league. Obviously, there's a lot more money. I mean, all you have to do is turn in, you know, turn on ESPN, and you'll see that soccer gets no love, unless it's like a major, like European type thing, like the Champions League or something. But usually, they don't show love to the MLS. You know, they don't even do it on the on the local channels. So what makes you think they're going to do it in, in a national level type thing, you know? Unless, like, you're in a small market where they don't have other sports teams, you know? But, you know, here in the in the Houston, Texas, we have, you know, the Astros, we have the Rockets, we have the Texans. Some of them are terrible, but, you know, I guess they sell a lot more than what the Dynamo does, you know? Um, but, yeah. I forgot why I went to the tangent, but yeah, basically this kid teenage is coming in uh, according to everybody except the Houston Dynamo. I don't know when they're expecting for, you know, for the, the news to be dropped. But, you know, I think everybody knows that we got another center back, potentially left back. I think at this point in time, uh, given the game that Bonnie Garcia had against SKC, We would be looking for another center back or younger center back because, honestly, we do have Fue Major and we do have uh, Figueroa in the, in the bench. And we do have Ethan Barlow, who still kind of is injured in a way, I believe, because he hasn't been in any type. I think he just started training back up. Um, so, yeah, I think this kid, you know, coming in, I think he's like 24, 25 years old, so he's a fairly young guy. 
And he's supposed to be a baller out in Turkey. You know, he he makes like you know the the team of the team of the league or whatever. You know, at the end of the year, they they put down the best players of the league, and he I think he was nominated as one of them. So obviously, I mean, the Turkish league obviously is not like a top, you know, five league in Europe. But I I don't know, but I want to guess that you know it's one of the top maybe top ten, top fifteen leagues in 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 you know. In Europe, if not in the world, uh, just because of names of like Galatasaray, Fenerbahce, Fenerbahce, uh, and then you know all the other ones that you know we may know uh, out of um, out of Turkey, and and I know like for example a lot of Argentinian players go play in Turkey because obviously there's there's good money there and the league is semi you know pretty competitive and I know Galatasaray you know that's like the biggest name that I know. They're always fighting, you know, Europa in Europa, uh, European competitions in Europa League, and and sometimes in the Champions Leagues and stuff like that. So obviously they they must be doing something right over there, right? Um, but yeah, man, going into this um, SKC game, um, I think a lot of people. Funny enough, a friend, a childhood friend, hit me up from Argentina right before the game was about to start. Who you know, obviously I don't talk to anymore, but we're like Facebook friends. Because, you know, that's what everybody does. You know, if you don't talk to some... If you saw a person one time in high school, uh, they'll, they'll probably add you on Facebook. That's just that's how Facebook works. You know, to keep up with people you you kind of knew of, you know. So, yeah, he hit me up. And he was like, hey, how do you think the Dynamo game is going to be, ten- like, against... You know, how do you think they're going to do tonight? And in my mind, I was like, what the fuck? Like who? Why are you asking me about the Houston Dynamo? Since when are you so interested in the in the Dynamo? Like you live in Argentina. Like I know the podcast is popular, you know. You know, just kidding. But you know, I I don't expect anybody from Argentina to be listening to a full English podcast, you know, about the Houston Dynamo. Like I know I'm a Dynamo fan, and I know that I post stuff about you know me going to the games and me being a Dynamo fan and stuff like that. But I was like, I didn't know people in Argentina really care about the Dynamo. I know we have a couple of Argentinians on the team, but you know, what is this all about? And he's like, Oh no, because I'm 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 placing it. You know, I'm I'm betting on them, or on them or against them. And I told him, yeah, I told him the the honest truth of what I thought it was gonna happen. I was like, you know, it's been rough. Uh, we're not a good team on the road, and SKC is a very solid team, and they have very solid players. And I don't think I can say the same for the Houston Dynamo. And I was like, and as much as I am a Houston Dynamo fan, and I want them to win, I have to be realistic, and I'm gonna tell you that they're gonna lose. So I'm guessing that he got money out of it, and I, I'm expecting for him to sign up for, for the Patreon because if I'm gonna be giving him, you know, money, um, I, I expect his support, you know. But if not, he can just you know, throw me a few bucks here and there, but which is basically what Patreon does. Um, but yeah, let's stop with the stupid jokes and move on. So yeah, no Pasher, no Darwin Quinteros. Uh, that's what the people want. People want Pasher, people want Darwin Quinteros. And as you guys know, I'm not much of a fan of Darwin Quinteros. I don't like his style of play. I don't like... I mean... I just don't like him as a player. I like him as a person. He seems like a really nice guy. But I don't think he fits uh, what we're trying to do here in Houston. And I think Tab Ramos is actually thinking the same thing. But the thing is that 
when obviously you talk to number guy numbers guys like you know shout out to Dustin shout out to Sack uh, from Dynamo Theory they will tell you otherwise they will tell you the Darwin which is the truth they will tell you that Darwin Quinteros that I'm gonna specify this it is the true numbers wise that Darwin Quinteros is our best player on the field uh, or in our roster he's not on the field because literally he hasn't played. Or he has played only a few minutes in, in like seven, eight weeks. In eight games that we have, I think he played less than half. Less than a half of a game. If that gives you a lot to talk about. Or like to th- a lot to think of or to say about that situation. But I don't think... I think last year he played because we had no other players to put in the field. And I think this year he's not playing because I think uh, Tyramos found possible replacements uh, to put in the field. You know... Pasher, uh, Joe Corona, in, in a way, even though he's not as attacking as you would see, you know, Darwin Quinteros, uh, maybe a Lasseter, uh, maybe a Bahamich that hasn't played much and obviously hasn't showed much. So that gives you uh, an idea of where Bahamich might be moving. You know, I think he's going the Darwin Quinteros route uh, more and more. But I mean, now the last couple of games, he, he was on the bench. So maybe you will start seeing him a little bit more. But I think for us to see more of him, we're going we're going to start. We need to start seeing more uh, like numbers be put up, you know, like at least some assists, some goals, something that is going to uh, make Tab Ramos kind of you know take a second look because as of right now, Ari Lasseter, you know, he's not too great. I mean, he's good. You know, don't get me wrong. He he had a really good game against Vancouver. Um, but I mean, I think he still has he still has to prove himself as a legit starter in in the, in any MLS team, to be honest. And and in his you know Houston Dynamo team even more. Uh, but you know, because we have Pasher, and I think we all we can all agree that Pasher is our best player right now that we have on the team. He has been the most cons- consistent in a way. Uh, I know he didn't have a good game in Portland. Uh, he had a good first half, but he didn't have a good game overall. You know, because a, a game has two halves. Um, but I think Pasha has been the one that has that was the most consistent when it when it when it came to like either goals or assists or just having an overall good game. So not having Pasha or Darwin Quinteros, you know, it puts it's a big blow for the team. You know. You have one guy that numbers-wise, he is our best players. And we we have the other guy that we have seen physically that he could be our best players. That, and he could be a player that not we can build a team around, but, you know, he could be an important piece to the puzzle, you know, of the Houston Dynamo. Um, but, yeah, getting, going into the game, uh, Borne Garcia had a shitty-ass game. He uh, had a penalty, and then he, I think he gave up the foul where Buzio scored that banger, if I'm not mistaken. And I think we are ready to move on. I think everybody has mentioned this, and I'm gonna keep beating beating the the dead horse. Is that Bonnie Garcia is not a center back? And I don't know how many times I have to tell Ty Ramos. Well, I'm I don't tell him, but I think he knows. He knows that you know he is not a center back. He says it himself. He said like the times that he was on press conferences. When he had really good games at center backs, he would tell you, this is not my position. This is not where I'm comfortable. Like, 
he doesn't say that, but you, if you read between the lines, he's basically telling you, I don't want to play this position, but I do it because I have to, because I love to play. And, you know, would you rather play in any position or would you rather sit on the bench? You know, nine times out of 10, somebody's going to tell you, I want to play wherever. Like I'll play left back. Even if I'm a striker, like, I don't care. I'll play. I want to be in the field playing. That's what I love to do. And that's what I'm going to do. And I think this is the type of situation that we have. We have a player that loves his club, that loves to play, and he's going to give it his all no matter where you put him on the field. And that's the case of us, you know, of Boniek as a center back. It's a player that loves the game and it's a player that, you know, loves the game, loves the team. So whenever he's on, he's going to give it a, his 100%. But unfortunately, you know, him giving his 100% as a center back is not doing any good to, to us as a team. When you have two center backs in that play that position and the freaking, you know, bench. Honestly, I don't know why Figueroa is not playing. I don't know. I, I would put Figueroa any day of the week before Bonnie Garcia as a center back. Just because Figueroa is a center back. And I would probably think about it twice before putting Formashor over Bonnie Garcia. But at the end of the day, I would probably give him the upper hand because of the same thing. And I know Formashor... Um, has you know hasn't been consistent maybe because he never fucking plays but you know i just think we need to trust the kid if not i mean he's he's literally is is gonna be like his third season if i'm not mistaken of him riding the goddamn bench and i think he's either gonna have to play or i think we're just gonna have to have him move on because i mean imagine being a soccer player but never playing that's just so frustrating like I feel bad for him, you know. He seems like a nice kid, so hopefully he gets his he he gets his turn some you know soon. Um, Jones Jones had a pretty good game, uh, other than the yellow card that he got in the beginning of the game. I think like the first ten minutes of the game were really really going to SKC. SKC was, you know, exploding exploding exploiting. You know that word when that means that take taking care advantage of or taking care taking advantage of. Uh, that's what SKC was doing to us uh, in the first couple of minutes, but they couldn't capitalize. Uh, and then after the, you know, we, like, I think it was like minute 13 or 15 or something like that, like in the first few minutes of us playing good soccer after, like, we were able to take all that pressure from, from Kansas City. And then we were able to kind of start playing our game. And that's where we got our goal. Uh, Matia or Fafa Pico that, you know, Fafa, say what you say about the man, that dude plays with us heart like minute 90 he was doing sprints man and i think you know fafa is is a freaking you know he's a he's he's a gold nugget you know like he's a he's a diamond um not i was gonna say diamond on the rough but i think he is like not so much in the rough like he's he's legit you know i think for this team he is doing you know whatever is being asked of him and yeah, maybe he could get better, you know, like everybody else. But I think he's doing a pretty damn good job in this team. So shout out to Fafa, man. He's fighting every ball to the end. And that's what you need, you know, when you, when you have a team like this that doesn't have really, really big names. You need everybody to be a fighter. And I think Ruti and Fafa, that's what they're doing, you know. Um, but yeah, man, first goal by Matias Vera in his career as a Houston Dynamo fan. Houston Dynamo player. Um, with his left 
foot, which is interesting, you know, him being a righty. But it, so, it shows you the level of professionalism. Because if I would have shot it with my left foot, it would not made it to the goal pro- probably. Because I can't shoot with my left or to jack. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of defending from our part, of course. Because, you know, we were going away. Packed stadium. Again, against one of the best teams in the MLS. Uh, Marco Marich was the men of the match for me. Uh, so I actually had two men of the matches. <coughs> Bless me, right? One more, one more. <coughs> All right, I'm good. I'm back. I promise. Whew. Uh, but I had, yeah, two men of the matches. I had Marco Marich because he had really good saves. And I actually asked, um, I asked Adam... Um, in the press conference, I was like, you know, what do you think about, you know, Marco Marriage? And, you know, he, you know, he basically said it, you know, he said it best. You know, I think Marco, he is, at points, he is the best player that we have on the field, which is good, but it's not good, you know, because, like, if your goalie is the one making the, working the most, it's because your team is not working as good, you know. But, you know, sometimes Marco makes saves that keeps the team, like, in the game, you know, and... And that's what you need from from a goalie to to you know keep you in the game to make you know for you not to worry about what's going on in the back, but try to you know put the pressure on and, and score the goals you know to win because you know you have a really good goalie. And I think Marco, you know, given his age, he's only twenty four. He looks like he's forty eight, but he's twenty four. Uh, given his age, given his experience, I think he's doing a heck of a job. Um, and I think. You know, if he keeps going in the route that he's going, he could eventually become, you know, a really good goalie, man. I think he he might be, you know, soon enough he he can be at the top of uh, top of the charts when it comes to you know being a, being a goalie in the MLS. Um, but yeah, and then the other men of the match that I had was Fafa because of his the size of his testicles. I think he has um, well, not that I've seen him, but you know, um, I think the dude has like has a good a good a good size of balls you know doing whatever he does like he's always fighting he's always giving his all and i think that's what what i think that's what we're known for as houstonians being fighters and having teams that fight and stuff like that like the hustle um and i really love that but i you know the hustle can only take you so far you know like you need to implement you know the good players the the good individual players the good one-on-one players um Teams that you know, players that could take you to the next level, and I think we're we're at a good base right now with players that we have. But I think we could move on to the next step if we, and hopefully that new ownership that may come that just spent four hundred million dollars. You know, hopefully they did, and hopefully they come, and hopefully they make changes and they buy really good players and you know stuff like that. And I think that could take us to the next level. You know, um, but yeah, we'll we'll see what's up with that, and we'll you know we'll just. Try to keep moving, you know, try to keep... Hey, also, isn't it weird that, like, for example, you know, obviously we did lose 3-2, right, to SKC, a really good SKC team uh, with Busio scoring a fucking banger. Um, Busio, for me, he's one of the best players in the MLS right now. And I think Busio, I called it, like, last year or, like, like two years ago. And I will keep saying, Busio, for me, is one of the best players in the MLS and Busio is going to be like the next greatest star coming out of the MLS. I I mean honestly I don't see why he hasn't moved on yet. I know he had a lot of interest from Roma if I'm not mistaken 
and from other Italian teams. And I don't understand how Buzio is still playing in the MLS. But I don't think he's going to play in the MLS for too long. Um, but and what else? What else do I got? Um, and then Tim Howard. Tim Howard. Tim Parker almost scored as well. Da 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 da. But yeah, man, let's just. So, like I was going to say. Um, given all the circumstances, given all the games, given everything that we have done, you know, week eight for us, week seven for a lot of other teams, but we found ourselves in, in the fifth spot overall. And, and you know, say what you say about the team, you know, maybe, you know, some people are going to say we're shitty, we're this, we're that. Obviously, compared to what we have been as a team for the past, like, six, seven years, I think this is the team with the most, like, Understanding of what they're doing as a team, I think Tab Ramos, um, and I keep saying it, and I'll probably say it week after week after week, but this is probably the team that has the best idea of what they're doing with the soccer ball, the best idea that they're doing as a team. They know that they're going to be a team that has to press uh, up high, press you know down low, keep you know keep the pressure really really high to get those you know mistakes that you know SKC did to get our first goal. And, and for us to, you know, to keep moving forward as a, as a team um, that not only wins at home because, you know, as of right now, we're still undefeated at home, you know, uh, but also we need a team that wins away because, you know, unfortunately for us as a team, um, basically half of your season is away, you know, like you play half of the games in, you know, in your house. You know, in your VVVH stadium, in your, you know, little uh, oven that we call home. But, you know, at one point, you know, at some point of time, you're going to have to go out there and you're going to have to go face really, like, really big teams. You're going to have to go to Portland. You ha you're going to have to go to Seattle. You're going to have to go to SKC. You're going to have a ri your rivalry matches against Austin and, and Dallas. You're going to play, like, Minnesotas that sometimes are inspired, sometimes are not. You're going to go play San Jose's that, you know, they're, they can be difficult, you know, and, and you're going to play Salt Lake in the, you know, in, in the, in the, up in the mountains and shit like that, you know, like, and it's just, and, you know, it's just a given of life. They, you have away games. And I think until we don't crack the code and what we can do to at least get one point out of those games, I think we're going to be a second or third tier team in this league. I think the really good teams is our teams that go out and you know that they're going to put on a good show and, and probably get a W in, in another stadium that is not their home. And I think that's what we're missing. Um, I think we are in a good direction. You know, we let me see how much we lost to Portland. It wasn't that much of a bigger difference. We lost 2-1 to Portland. Um we we um, and we lost well three to one in Colorado. I think that was the biggest one. I think we, we could have been closer than than what we were. And then we lost three two against SKC. So obviously we didn't we, we haven't had many road matches. But you know we 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 didn't win in any of them. You know, that's nine points that we could have gotten and we got zero out of them. So Obviously, we're coming. We're going into this little, um, you know, three weeks of downtime, and then we're gonna go back up and running. And most of our games are going to be away, and then the ones that are home are going to be tough teams. So this is where we're going to be showing the world in the MLS that we are, you know, we want to be a top tier team, and that we want to win, 
and that we want to compete. You know, we're in fifth place. Like, tell everybody, you know, we're in fifth place for a reason. We're not, you know, we're not here just to, you know, fuck around and just be in the bottom of the league every single week. But, you know, that's going to take balls from the guys. That's going to take, for you know, commitment from the front office if they want to do something about it, you know, to bring, you know, the pieces that are needed. Um, I don't... I don't think we're complete as a team right now. It might look to some of you, which I don't think is many of you, but I think we all know and we can all agree that we need, you know, a couple of a couple of good quality players to kind of make this team complete. I think we are okay where we're at right now, but whenever we start going towards the end of the season, we're going to need players that are going to be game changers, players that will like could make a difference in a team like this, you know? Um, but yeah, man, Hopefully, sooner than later, we'll be competing in the top spots. Hopefully, if new ownership comes in, they'll be able to make changes uh, money-wise and bring players that could, you know, do that and, you know, do that for the better. So, yeah. Uh, Other than that, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for uh, staying tuned. Sorry for the stupid jokes. And, yeah, man, uh, sorry also if this came out too late. Uh, It's just been, it's always crazy, but, you know. Uh, sitting down to do this it's a great pleasure and i really love it and i really enjoy it so i want to say thank you to everybody that's listening thank thank you for everybody that's that always comments and that answers the questions and and always like you know has to likes to have dialogue and stuff like that also you know i want to give a a shout out to um to all the teams that not to all the teams to all, all to all the other podcasts that are doing their part to you know help the the soccer community you know get bigger in the in houston and in the state of texas so i really love what you guys are doing uh there's there's a lot of you you know the houston dynapod uh the the foxtrot is doing one i think it's it's called noodle time with uh with the with tony um what i know i'm missing some that's why i didn't want to name them but you know keeping tabs you know rudy's doing his thing with concacaf soccer and crossing soccer borders i want to shout out you know um what um damn it i forgot his name but from the striker texas that does inside of the oxygen victor i think he's probably our biggest name out there and you know and putting you know i think he's our biggest ambassador of of houston so i want to give shout out to him as well and shout out to whatever you know everybody's doing in the striker texas and stuff like that and and also shout out to edson that just got Uh, I guess hired by the Striker Texas to cover RGV. So hopefully, you know, everything goes well for them. And hopefully I'll get to catch them on the the road. Uh, It would be pretty badass to, to, you know, hook up with them and and do something uh, like that. Something soccer-wise, obviously. Because, you know, hooking up, it sounds kind of weird, you know. But, (laughs) but yeah, uh, but yeah, soccer-wise, of course. Um, But yeah, man, shout out to everybody doing their thing out there. I really appreciate everybody and the love and support. And thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. Enjoy your week. And hopefully uh, you guys get excited as much as I am to see this team grow and become better and hopefully lift another cup someday soon. Um, Shout out. Houston, Texas, every day, all day. Houston till we drown. H-Town. Hold it down. I don't know what I keep doing, but I need to shut up now. Ooh, I just wrapped. Okay, bye-bye.